good is Ozman the Wizard and Naima. This is not another, another damn, damn podcast. podcast presented by our damn, damn selves. You know it. Episode 28. 28, that's right. 28, getting it in. Getting and in. as always, we got to shout out the lovely, yes. lovely jazz. Thank hey. you. With J Sculpt Fitness, follow them on IG, all right? This is the first fitness belt that covers the entire midsection and provides 100% comfort during your workouts. Yes, to get your body right. Yeah. 2018 is going to be around the corner real soon. We only got, what, a few days, a few couple of weeks left in this and if you follow and me, 2017? Yeah, if you follow me, Ozman yeah. the Wizard, on my Instagram, you notice I've been getting my workouts in. Oh, yeah, shout yeah. Shout out UFC Gym and uh-huh. shout out Bare Feet Power Yoga. Yeah, because you've been the doing your, your pop, pop yoga. And... Yeah, I've been getting that in and I've been getting my MMA workouts. I've been and, um, seeing you. The results are paying off because guess what? I'm starting to get compliments. That's nice. how you know when your gains are showing. Absolutely. It's like um twice, so like about within the last week and a half, two weeks or so, somebody asks, hey, you working out? So, yeah, nice. And that really inspires you even more because now you know your work's because like, you don't always know if your work is paying yeah, off. Yeah, you don't. You see yourself every day and you see me a lot. So like, right. people in your circle don't really notice. Take somebody from outside from of the outside circle. outside your circle. And that's what it was. It's like, yeah, and then sometimes hey, you, you can become obsessed out? with getting like, on a scale. You keep on weighing yourself because that's yeah. like the worst thing you do is just keep because on weighing yourself. Because it fluctuates. Sometimes yeah. it might be the same. It might go down a pound. It might go up a pound. It's like, and you're like, oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah, what just happened? Yeah. What just happened? Mm-hmm. You're like that. So you just but, started becoming. Yeah, the gains upstairs. are starting to pay off. Yeah, that's so good. So shout out to those two that asked me what I were, was I working out. Basically gave me the compliments. So, and you said, yes. "Why, yes, yes, I have." Yes, Did you do yes, that? <laughs> Did you do that? <laughs> and I just feel myself getting stronger because my lifts are going up. You know, nice. I've mean, I been working on my lifts. Yeah, mm-hmm. like my bench press went up some. My deadlift is uh, is iffy because fucks my back up. But, uh, <laughs> Squats are getting good though, yes. Yeah, so squats nice. and bench pressed and my bicep curls I'm still working on as well too. But cool. lifts are getting up there. Okay, that's enough of the fitness. Talk. I had to get that in there right there. <laughs> but it's the time. I mean, yeah. like you know, get the little. Oh yeah, you know, like because you're helping people new year. Yeah, year is exactly. My resolution is to I'm gonna lose, lose weight. weight. But see, like, well, my, why not start my a little earlier? Yeah, start now. Why do you need January 1st? Why not start December 4th? Because you know January 1st, your gym is going to be off the chain. Exactly, yeah. (laughs) You won't be able to get a machine. That's the thing with me. Like, when (laughs) I decide to do something, I just got, most people, like, have to build up towards it. Yeah, okay, Mm -hmm. first of the month or top of the year, I'm going, me, I just do the shit. Yeah. I think I start right now. Like, the old saying goes, like, the best time to start was 10 years ago. The second best time is yesterday. It's yesterday. Third best is now. It's now. <laughs> they exactly. say, yeah, that's what they say. Like, <laughs> and I've been doing so that. Me, with like, some... yeah, like the, the, I mean, like the third best is like, do it now. <laughs> and I've been doing that with some financial goals that I want to accomplish. So I've started um, some chain reaction for my mm-hmm. financial goals. They're starting like on 2018. I started it now. So yeah, just do it now. Just do it now. That's what I did when I first decided to right. get myself in shape. I just mm-hmm. did the shit. Yeah. I didn't say like, okay, yeah, like on my birthday or at the top of the year, I just I like, do this. that day I just decided mm-hmm. I'm gonna change my diet. Like when I first lost the original right, weight. Right, when you first lost the original weight. It was something like like February twenty seventh. Yeah, it was like an arbitrary day. day. Like that. Yeah. I just like did the shit. It's like said, I'm doing it right now. Because we were like we had an apartment together at the time and then yeah. like I just started looking, I'm like I'm like, you losing weight. I just know. I was just looking at you like, wait a minute. Like, you lost yeah. about 20 pounds. I say that was <laughs> yeah. 2011 was when I first started losing yeah, weight. Yeah, so it was 2011. Yeah, around that time. Because mm-hmm. then you lost, what, like 60 pounds in six months? Something like that. Yeah. And they total, I ended up losing about 75 pounds during that time. Yeah, you lost a lot of weight. Yeah. Then gained some back. You know, life happens. Uh, relationships happen. Yeah. And- yeah, so I gained some. You slapped back. a little, yeah. You sometimes slap. Now all that um, negativity's out of my life, I'm mm-hmm. getting myself back in shape again. Yes. So I'm on the right path, feeling good. And that's good. In 2018, I'm definitely excited about. Cause we need you around. You're gonna have a uh, nephew. <laughs> oh, yeah, for the so you're gonna have another Aries with you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you get both of our progress. Yeah, like yeah. mine and the weight loss, yours and the baby progress. Exactly. On our social media. Yes. Which we'll give out at the end of this damn podcast. Mm-hmm. Ready to get to it, kid? Yeah. Uh. Well, how was your week? What else did you do on this weekend? How was your... Oh, uh, whoa. Worked out. <laughs> just worked out. Yeah. So I basically told what I've been doing. Just got my workouts. I actually went back to the mom stuff because, like, uh, I haven't been having to work on Saturdays, which feels good. I mean, mm-hmm. like, getting the extra money is good. But it's like sometimes you need to have, like, your downtime. So I've been doing the mom thing again and... 
I took Ari to the Shrine Circus yesterday. Oh, the Shrine Circus. That brings back <laughs> memories when you remember back in the day, they used to do it at Madonna Temple. Right. Which is now Bloomingdale's it's downtown. Bloomingdale now, <laughs> right. But the old Madonna Temple, like, it's like right off the Magnificent Mile. Yes. It's like maybe a block from the Magnificent mm-hmm. Mile. Like yes. where the old Madonna was. And it still has like the, you know, you it's still see the exterior, like the exterior of the old Madonna. Yeah, like but how yeah, the... you know, Bloomingdale's right off the Magnificent Mile. That was Madonna Temple yes. back in the day. But now they do it at the uh, Civic the Center. Hammond Civic Hammond. Center. Yeah. It's 1-9. And it was nice. Like, Ari had a good time. She likes uh, the mowers. Like, whenever they do like the you know, at the globe thing, like the mm-hmm. motorcycles ride around in the metal mm-hmm. cage globe that she likes. Right. I think it's just the noise that she likes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, mommy, mommy, yeah. mommy. So she well, enjoyed it. I, I believe that um, the Shrine Circus and the Universal might be the biggest circuses out now. I think so, because Ring of is no more. Yeah. One of those two is the biggest. I'm not sure which one's bigger mm-hmm. than the other, but it's, I'm pretty sure it's one of those is the biggest And it's circus. good like to see them both sides. So like, I think that going forward, I think I am going to take the, well, next year it'll be the kids with the mm-hmm. nest i think i'm gonna take the kids to both next year because mm-hmm. it's just good to see both sides of it to see you know the black one and the other one you know yeah so it's cool to see that oh yeah and shout out to shriners uh, so you know yeah yeah i know <laughs> ready to get to this kid sure well, let's start out right now with some congratulations in order yes 2018 Grammy nominations have been released, and yes. the man himself, Hobie, throwing it up, Jay Z, the Throw legend, the diamond, who I consider <laughs> the greatest of all time. I mean, shout out to all my Tupac, Biggie, Nas fans, but to me, it's um, it's Jay Z. Hope <laughs> that's my pick. For I'm throwing it up right now. Hope eight huge nominations, huge. man. Huge. Including my song, The Story of OJ. Ah, uh, for nominated for song of the yes. year, by the way. Yes. But I was like, yes. Definitely dominated. Because that song is just, that's just a woke song. Like, you mm-hmm. know, when you hear it, you know, you just picture yourself just pulling up, just, mm-hmm. just mean mugging people. When you just driving, you just hear that song, you just going boom, with it. Boom, boom, boom. Boom. Yeah. yeah that song's a banger. Yeah. I think and, I might um, listen to that uh, album. Yeah, there's some nice, work. stiff I'm competition in this um, mm-hmm. best rap song. Like, in addition to the story of OJ, you also have, like, Humble's nominated. Mm-hmm. Kendrick, he got huge seven nominations. Yeah, he got seven well. noms, yeah. And Bodak Yellow's in. Shout out Cardi, Cardi B. B. First Grammy nomination ever for Cardi. Nice. It's huge. Cinderella year for her. Yeah, Cardi has just popped up everywhere. And who's also having a great year is the lovely, sexy SZA. SZA, yeah. She got a bunch of nominations. She got... Uh, How many did she get? She got five. Okay, yeah, because I Sister lost track five. of my list. <laughs> and Khalid got uh, five as well. as, And then also, in addition, Mr. Childish Gambino. Donald Glover. He's having a hell of a year. Yes. Hell, is it anything that this man can't do? He's the man, man. Like, what what can I'm, he I've do? I've been on um, a Donald Glover <laughs> fan for a minute now, so I've but been on him. Yeah, he can Childish do anything. Gambino is so dope, yeah. And then our other boy, Mr. Bruno Mars, he oh, got, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. what, he got six. six yeah, he got six there. nominations. Mm-hmm. And, like, even though I love the story of OJ, I hope that that's what I like is Song of the Year because that song is still banging. Like, that song, like, they kid bopped in, like, the yeah. kids bop version yeah. is good. Well, and... Of course you would. <laughs> I'm digging that 24 karat magic in the air. Yes. And... But yeah, though, like, I mean, it looks like Grammy's so black this year. Grammy's so black, hashtag. <laughs> looks like a lot of us are going to be. Oh, shout out Lil Uzi Vert, Khalid, SZA. Like, all got nominated Best New Artist. Yeah. Like, of course, you got Alicia Cara and Julia Michaels, but um, mm-hmm. let's do the black ones out right there. <laughs> As give, a. Get my Issa Rae. Get my Issa Rae, I root for everybody black. <laughs> but I think SZA's going to take that one for Best New Artist. Yeah. I'm predicting SZA because she's having a huge year. Yeah, and she's fine. So you might get a D. You might, yeah. I'm sorry, <laughs> sis. If you if you're listening, you get a D. I'm sorry. I can't. I apologize for him if you get a DM. I'm sorry. She's fucking hot. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> but oh, yeah, um, speaking of Grammy, so black. Yes. Here's a nice little um mm. nugget of um trivia. Okay. A lot of people, well, some picked up on it, but a lot okay. of people listening to this damn podcast might not know. Hmm. This is the first time ever. Oh. That no white man. Oh. Has, has has had an album of the year nominated. Oh. No white men. Oh. Album of the year is Childish Gambino Awaken My Love. Mm-hmm. Jay-Z 444. Yep. Damn Kendrick Lamar. Yep. 24 Karat Magic Bruno Mars. Yep. 
And then Lord for melodrama. So we got a white girl. A white woman, but not a white no man. No white men ever in the history of the Grammys mm-hmm. nominated for so album black the and then Bruno Mars is Bruno, multicultural. He's, brown, yeah. he's a brown person. And even Lord, she's like English. So <laughs> she's, she's English, not American though. white. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. So first time ever like in the history of the Grammys that no white men have been nominated. Mm. So the Tiki Torchers are a little bit in their feelings about this as usual. You want to keep with the Tiki Torchers? Oh, we're going to roll with this Tiki Torchers yeah. shit right here with the Grammys. I'm going with this Oh, you want to go there? Okay, because I yes. have another one that we can go on too. Nah, we're going to stay on this bullshit. Okay, let's here. stay on the Grammys for a while. Because resident Fox News Tiki Torture, Laura Ingram talked about mm. on her show, basically was criticizing both Jay-Z and Kendrick Lamar about their nominations for the Grammys is like why uh, saying that um it was like this is like um what you what we're supporting now like that kind of stuff you know did you listen so to she Jay-Z's went album? she went she went on her show on the Fox News the Ingram Angle I think is the name of her fucking show I don't mm. watch Fox News but I think yeah, Ingram Angle I think is the name borrowing from our boy Kendrick from the Kendrick Lamar School of uh, Church. Sit down, bitch. Be humble. Sit down. Be humble. Sit down, bitch. Be humble. Yeah. His left stroke. But she got into an um, discussion with um, Vibe editor in chief Dalton Thomas. Like, they went back and forth about um, what she was reading the lyrics of the story of OJ, and she read the humble lyrics on her show. Like, and like, taken out of context, sometimes the lyrics might not sound like. Okay, when you listen to the whole song of the story of OJ, it's a deep song. Mm hmm. It starts off talking about. Basically, you don't like okay, like the line she was talking the one she read on her show. She was like, Light N word, that N word. She read the fuck N word, real N word, rich N word, poor N word, house N word, feel N word. So, you only did the chorus, you didn't do the song. Yeah, like that's what that's what's nominated. If you listen to the song, he talks about okay, you think that you're um, that you're doing something big. But you're killing people over the mother over the neighborhood your mother's renting. Mm-hmm. That was a deep line because it's yeah. like okay, talking about this is my territory, Tori, but you don't own. You don't shit. own nothing. That's what it's talking about. You take your money, your drug money, and you rent it. You buy buildings, and that's how you rent it. The line about the Dumble thing. He said I could have bought a building, a double worth two for two million. Mm-hmm. Now it's worth twenty five million. How do you think I'm feeling, Dumbo? Because mm-hmm. I mean, you think about that. Like I mean, we had a situation. Like remember, um. Our grandparents old brownstone. Yes, and um, they, yeah, the old brownstone. Our grandparents had a brownstone that was a couple blocks from where Obama's, where the Obamas lived. Yeah, it was like in the Kenwood neighborhood. It's in that neighborhood. And they sold their brownstone in like 1991. Yes. So when they sold it, obviously at the time it was 1991, and a couple, well, maybe about like 10 years ago, I saw that the one half was for sale because like mm-hmm. the one half was already taken, and then the other half was for sale. I called and asked how much the one half was for sale. It was for sale for $330,000. This so was I, 10 years ago. So that means that the whole building was over half a million dollars. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and our family owned that. Mm-hmm. We could have had a half a million dollar building, but mm-hmm. it got sold. So. But yeah, Dalton Thomas basically checked her. It says, it's unfortunate that you um, picked those particular lines and not the supportive exactly. lyrics that you put out. It's like, and they're humble. Like uh, the line that I like. When you really talking? You really talking out your ass if you saying about Kendrick Lamar? Like if you're gonna use any rapper talking about him being vile, like you picked the wrong. You one picked the wrong Kendrick one. Lamar. You <laughs> picked the wrong one. Cause be humble. Like the line that I liked is when he said, um, when he said, "I want to see something real." Like so I'm sick of the Photoshop. Like show mm-hmm. something yeah, real. Taking time of the photo. Photoshop, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 it yeah. gave you like, okay, like, yeah, I mean, like, I have a little bit of a fat jiggle right here. I yeah, have some stretch marks. marks. Yeah, that's what. The yeah, that's what it's about. about. Yeah, like you don't have to always be like, you know, airbrush and everything, but for you to just take certain parts of the song and just any use of these it, songs, we just use like certain lines. It sounds. And didn't somebody do it to Common years ago? I believe so. Because they were sure. trying to say that he was like a gangster rapper when he was at the White House with Obama. I think they did. It probably was O'Reilly or, or, or of course, Hannity's ass. It yeah, and they said that ass, they yeah. said gangster rapper comment. We laughed like gangster rapper comment. Like, yeah. wait, time like, out. Out of context, yeah. They took lines out of context. Like, when, like, when has comment been a gangster rapper? Probably was Hannity's black. That's ass, just my thing. Like, so, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, Fox News, you, you need to sit down Fox. and have several seats. Mm-hmm. And I'll say it, like I said, I'll reiterate off of you saying that. Mm. If you take some seats, you need to. Well, let's stay on the Grammys a little bit longer on the flip side. Um, well, like, blacks got beef with the Grammys now. Mm. 
one of my favorite groups of all time, arguably my favorite group of all time, you know, Tribe Called Quest. Yeah. Q-Tip was pissed off. Oh. He thought that um, the Tribe album got snubbed because they didn't get any nominations. Ooh. And he's like, They got none? None. Oh. Ain't no Tribe. They had that, a dope album that came yeah. out this past year. Mm-hmm. And um, he looked at it as a slap in the face to Fife Dog. And he's like, this fucking yeah. album that we just put out, um, it stands with everybody else's shit right up there. I don't give a fuck. Respect to Ooh. everyone who's nominated and all, but um, I'm speaking about mine. Mm. He basically said, fuck you to the Grammys and shit, yeah. So Q-Tip's pissed off because the Tribe album didn't get nominated. And he said it is a slap in the face to Tribe, to um, Five Dog's legacy. Yeah, for his legacy. Because yeah. Five Dog is a very underrated MC. Mm-hmm. Very, very underrated. Especially Five since that's the last Tribe album because there's no Fife anymore. There's no Fife, so like, yeah. This is the last time Tribe will ever have a chance to get nominated. So he mm-hmm. probably was feeling some type of way about yeah. that. But, well, I, I fucks with you, Q-Tip. So yes. you're good with me. Yeah. Long time Tribe fan. Yes, he's the biggest. <laughs> Over here, he's the biggest. Three or four times live. You're the four biggest Tribe fan. I saw Q-Tip live solo, too. So I've seen Tribe four times in concert. Mm-hmm. If we count the solo joint, yeah. Yeah. So shout out. Oh, you want to talk about the key tiki torturers now? <laughs> okay, well, if we want to continue with the congratulations, where I was going to go is I would like to send congratulations across the pond mm-hmm. to Prince Harry yeah. and soon to be Princess Meghan Markle. We're going to have another royal wedding. Yes. <laughs> and the people, it's a black girl. It's a black girl. Did you, did you see, like, the, the tiki torturers come out? A little bit. A little. And then, like, for the fact that I saw some of this stuff come out, and I'm like, I don't know if they were from Britain or whatever, some of these people on their Twitter accounts, and I'm like, yeah, way to stay classy, because like I saw a picture that had um, a chicken McNugget in a ring box, and it said his proposal to her. Damn. I was like, that's racist as fuck, <laughs> you know? Like, okay, now all black people eat chicken. And then um, another one they had, like somebody was like. Um, I wonder will Queen Elizabeth be alive to see him marry a nigger or something? Somebody wrote that. I'm like, wow. I'm like, way to stay classy. Way to stay really, really classy about that. And then they were talking about that because like her mother is a uh, black and her mom has uh, dreads and everything, yeah. and they were just having a royal fit, like you know, like saying that you know she's gonna ghetto up the you know. You know, Buckingham Palace and all that. Shows you it's how like, Tiki Torches think because until these um, till this like, just oh, started coming out, I didn't, I didn't even realize the girl was black yet because she she doesn't doesn't really look black per se and shit. Mm-hmm. It's like so like it shows you how they are and shit that yeah. that you pointed all of this shit the out. The one drop rule. Yeah, you pointed mm-hmm. all this shit out. I I wouldn't have even known this shit. So, yeah, because oh, okay, she is yeah. half black. Her father's white. Her mother's black. Yeah, but like I said, like she took more after the white. Yeah, and like, she identifies as multicultural because she does identify as a multicultural mixed yes. race person because mm-hmm. that's how she identifies herself. But they're like, no, this black woman, this N, this N word shouldn't be in here. But like black Twitter was off the chain too because they started posting pictures of. Um, Coming to America. Coming to America. They're like, this is the most exciting. This is the most exciting we've been since Lisa McDowell. We have fucking Cleo McDowell popping bottles at the royal (laughs) wedding. (laughs) And then the best, the best. Actually, they should have had like a a, a show like the aftermath of coming to America. Because in my fantasy, Cleo McDowell became a real nigga after that. Yeah, he was popping bottles. Popping bottles. Like, yeah, I'm the the prince. The prince. That's my son. You saw him at the wedding popping bottles already. So. (laughs) He probably like he probably sold his restaurant and just like became a real nigga. Hey, <laughs> living it up. That's like my fantasy of what happened after coming to America. Hilarious. But uh, the best hashtag on Black Twitter that I saw, they it said "Nuck if you Buckingham Palace." <laughs> Nuck if you Buckingham Palace. <laughs> but it's gonna be the first time that niggas watch that royal wedding. <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Some weddings can be brutal and shit. I, I, I remember one with um Prince William. And, yeah, because um, I watched uh, a little bit of it. Yeah, and Kate. Yeah, yeah and I was like, was, okay, okay, this putting me to sleep and shit. Yeah, and niggas might watch this one. <laughs> oh yeah, and they was like, it's gonna be an electric slide the wedding. <laughs> she should making girl. You need to get out there and wobble. You gotta do the wobble wig, wobble wig, wobble. Cardi B gotta be at the wedding. <laughs> You gotta play some uh, Cash Money Records, take it over the nine nine two thousand. You better back that ass up on Prince Harry. Mm-hmm. 
And then they had a couple of pictures of Prince they Harry. They not play here and now. <laughs> to get away from that fucking way. Because <laughs> it was a picture of uh, Prince Harry, like, with his two fingers pointed to somebody, like a gun. Mm-hmm. And they was like, you should have known that he was going to wear a black woman when he did this photo. <laughs> they were just going, like, black Twitter was off the chain. But congratulations to him and uh, Maiden. So wishing you guys a lovely, happy engagement and a beautiful wedding. Dope. I'll be watching. Mm-hmm. I will be. Switch gears a little bit right now. Mm-hmm. Some more mad nigga shit, I guess you can oh, say. Oh, God. Former NBA player and former Chicago Bull. Oh, Gordon, my God. <laughs> has been arrested on suspicion Thanks, of man. robbery in Los Angeles after police said he punched an apartment manager and pulled a knife. Fix it, Black Jesus. Ben Gordon. He's finishing this later, it looks like. <laughs> yeah, this is a little inside joke right there. Some fat Sonata lady. She claimed that Ben Gordon tried to holler at her. Like, we both doubt it happened. Even though, know, probably now, she probably could actually pull Ben Gordon because he ain't doing much. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. But not back when he was with the Bulls no, in his prime. <laughs> but they said that he had, like, a mental thing. Didn't they say that like some like some people, why he's they said the that he's had some off, mental yeah. they said he has some mental issues. Mm-hmm. Cause I think I saw something about that they was like he was having maybe bipolar or something. Like they were saying he was having some kind is. of uh, imbalance, I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, brother, you gotta check but I mean we can stay on the bull the terribles, the horribles, the, horribles. the stoppables. <laughs> what bullshit, yeah. Oh but my Gordon, god. Gordon this fucking dude is like I don't how you how you yeah. fall off like that and shit. And I, I mean, get up. I think it was about his security deposit or something like that. Yeah, that's what it was about his security deposit. Because um, it can go either way with that. Because when I moved back to Chicago in 2013, um, I had put a deposit on a different apartment at the time. Right. But then last minute, um, because that particular apartment didn't offer parking, they only had was street parking. Right. And I found another building last minute that did offer. They had a parking lot. Mm-hmm. So I decided I'm gonna take the building with the, the parking, parking lot. absolutely. And like the um the girl was real cool that I had been dealing with, like because like technically they could have kept my deposit because yeah, I did have. renege, like she's but she gave me my deposit, but they just kept my application fee. It's mm-hmm. like a hundred bucks, or whatever. I was like, I'm yeah, fine, I'm with, fine that. with that, like, yeah, for your troubles because I did waste your time that you could have rented that apartment to somebody else. Exactly. So like I didn't complain about that, mm-hmm. but I did get my security deposit back. So I get like um. Being upset about your security deposit, but I wouldn't have pulled the gun on a girl to get yeah, my damn deposit. Gonna give me my back. money back. Because they <laughs> said that he got real, yeah. like Tony Soprano on them, like he got real swollen in the chest. And yeah, I would have never done that. Went all the way off. And I'm like, whoa. Mm. And already, you know, being a ball player, it's like you're bigger than the average man yeah, anyway. Yeah, and you're big and you're in shape. Like these guys work out. Mm-hmm. So. Like even like even though like he looks small, air core on the court, but I mean in real he life, yeah, in real life next to like a regular four, person, like with muscles, yeah, <laughs> next to a regular person, yeah. you look big as hell. Mm-hmm. Next to a guy who's like five nine, like yeah. 170 pounds, you look big as hell. Next to them, four and all muscle and shit. Exactly, you, look like you could whip some ass. And shit. Right. Which obviously you can whip some ass. Oh my gosh, Ben, 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 Ben. He did one. He's one of those players. Like whatever happened to him now, we know because it is a bunch of players. Like Gordon, he was like what six man of the year once yeah, he, he was Chicago. He was the man. His downfall started when he signed that contract with Detroit. Like where a lot of careers go to uh, die anyway. He did get his money because Detroit signed him to that dumb contract. They and, and like he started declining almost immediately mm-hmm. after signing that contract. It was wow. never the same. And then bounced around a little bit after that. Mm-hmm. He's in the D League for a hot second, but now it's like it's Oh yeah, better. I forgot about the D League. Yeah. I wanna say he was with the Windy City Bulls. I don't remember what team, but he was with the D League for like a cup of coffee, like mm-hmm. for a minute. But now he's in jail and <laughs> shit. <laughs> Hopefully Ben can get it together. Damn Ben. Speaking of brothers who have uh, mental issues, uh Mr. Tyrese Gibson. Oh man, more Tyrese bullshit. Did you see the latest on Mr. Tyrese? Talk to me. <laughs> he basically admitted that he lied about everything. No shit. Nobody like, makes that much money from Transformers and Fast and the Furious and it's broke. He lied about no, he lied about everything, meaning that his wife isn't pregnant. Wow. I didn't hear this part. This um, all, I'm learning this all right now. Yeah, his wife isn't story. pregnant. Will and Jada didn't give him five million dollars. Oh, that was a lie. <laughs> we determined that was a lie, like with Morty, <laughs> Morty. a couple weeks ago. He's not, bro- like, and then he kissed Winnie Mandela on the lips. 
Because like, yeah. <laughs> the Instagram right here, like when he married, and like he he actually kissed her on the mouth. Mm. But Tyrese, he he said that basically the drugs that they gave him, the mental thing, or he said the drugs had him had him off one, and that's why he like created this alternate, you know, reality basically. And I'm like, this nigga's crazy, basically. I, I don't I don't know what to. I mean. It's not funny, like it's like I know people will call him Cryrese and you know give like you know different names about his like Jody my Joey people want to like make jokes but Jody. but I mean he's he seriously needs some yeah he needs help he needs some real intervention mm-hmm. um, wifey I mean you come on you gotta do intervention with your husband because it's just like this the fact that you losing his mind obviously you created a whole like the fact that you said that oh my wife's not pregnant. The drugs made me do it. How can drugs make you say that your wife is pregnant? So was she ever pregnant? I don't even get it. Yeah, now. he said she's not pregnant. Did she lose a baby? I don't know. What no, he just said she's said. not pregnant. Was she ever pregnant? Right, he just said she's not pregnant. He didn't say anything about a loss or saying, baby or I'm, nothing. I'm trying to comprehend it. So, <laughs> I honestly don't know. And mm-hmm. like I said, he said that he didn't get five minutes from Will and Jada. It's like, why would you put their names out there like that? Say you got money from them. Yeah, we knew that was. Bullshit. I mean, we knew that was a yeah. I just don't see Will Smith hand over five million dollars. Like, <laughs> people with money like don't just give money, especially the niggas that like are here. Here's made, a check right here. Made millions and here you lost go. their money. You blew yours and shit. Right. So you had your money. Why should I just give you five million dollars? I don't see that happening. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> mm. But that's your boy, Mister uh, Sweet Lady, and the sweet lady. Shame on me. Like, shame on you, Tyrese. Shame. Mm-hmm. Just, yeah. But we want, like, hope that everything work out for you because, mm-hmm. you know, I think that you're a talented dude and everything, and I want to see you back to the Tyrese that we know. I want to see you doing your thing, but mm-hmm. you got to get it together, brother. So, what do you think about um Eli Manning? Like, he's um in what his feelings do? right now. What he do? He got benched for the first time in his career. Oh. Oh. No giant benches. I always said Eli was kind of mm. trash and shit. For years of Now he's in his feelings, and his mm. father Archie Manning is saying Eli might be done with football. Is like mm. might decide to hang it up because of the benching. Mm. So on the way his head is at right now. <laughs> well, who are they benching for? Who's the guy they um, benched him for? Geno Smith. And he's a. I'm assuming he's younger than him and everything yeah. and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that happens sometimes, like when you have like an aging quarterback and then you have a younger one, and then you go with the younger one. Yeah. I mean, like, um, it's not the first time it happened with a Manning. It um, his brother it happened with uh, in Denver when mm. he first went out there. He got benched. Um, Peyton Manning got benched for Brock Osweiler. Oh. But then Brock wasn't getting it done, so Peyton got put back in the starting lineup mm-hmm. and then he won a Super Bowl that year. So Yeah. It's not over for you, Eli. It's like hey, your brother, he hung in there and shit like and like and Peyton had been having injuries, he had his neck injury and all that mm-hmm. stuff. That's why he got benched because he was hurt. Mm-hmm. But he got his starting job back for the playoffs. He said, Okay, Brock's not getting it done. Like Peyton, Peyton get back in. Yeah. Get back in. It's like, <laughs> wow, but Eli's and his feelings about it. But the First fact, time in 210 games, too, that he's been. But to just be like, I'm gonna quit because I got benched. That's kind of. Yeah, he's kind of in the feeling. That's kind of like you, I'm on the NFL.com. Yeah, like his father Archie is saying that. So you're Eli's giving up, like, right? So you're giving up, like the benching. <laughs> that's kind of weak if you give up for that reason. I just proved my point that Eli kind of stinks. So he's ready to walk away for that. I was never an Eli Manning. I know, like I'm shitting on a lot of Giants fans and their feelings, but. Eli was always kind of trash, even when he won Super Bowls. <laughs> yeah, you always knew that Peyton was the superior. Peyton was better. Like, Peyton just didn't get And don't try to share a birthday, too. Yeah, March 24th. Yeah, you and so Peyton share a Peyton birthday, Manning. so, yeah. <laughs> that's why. Mm. Moving on. Let's talk about, um, hmm. Well, let's go right into this one. Matt Lauer's ass and shit. Let's go right into it. It's my DJ Khaled voice. Another one. <laughs> <laughs> another one. Man. When I saw that, I felt like the Chris Rock bit. Another, ki- another, uh, another allegation. Another one. Another one? Mm. 
like what is this like every week that everybody is just gonna come out and the be whole like industry is imploding you're a creep like the everybody entertainment biz is like the harvey weinstein changed everything that was a pandora's box that yeah, opened that, that needs to be open all like coming in so 80 percent of the industry is creeps is that what <laughs> is that what it is 80 percent is creeps. For those of you that don't know this story matt lauer today's show oh, the anchor, today show yes everybody knows his face they've seen mm-hmm. it yeah he was fired by nbc this past wednesday mm-hmm. after a female colleague uh, made a detailed complaint accusing of inappropriate sexual behavior during the 2014 olympics mm-hmm. and then he sent like they like he said sex toys to like yeah, female. That's, that's <laughs> highly. That's highly what inappropriate. What kind of gift is that to send somebody? Like it's not a bachelorette party, and you're not her friend, like her girlfriend. Like, I mean, maybe a girl. Maybe a girlfriend might send you that for a bachelorette not party. Some creepy fucking but guy, not some like, guy that you work with. Some creepy fucking guy you work. With. And then he's married too, and so like he's a. And then they said that he. I would had, love to end up talk to Tamron Hall now. They asked, like, did ooh. was Matt Lauer ever creepy? Was he a creep to you? Yeah, I would like to get her on the damn Didn't podcast. Didn't Katie Couric say? We don't talk about Katie Couric. We could go there now. So then he said, like, she uh, said Katie Couric. What did um, she say about Katie Couric? She claims that um Matt Lum used to pinch her on the ass during her time at the Today Show. So he played she grab the, ass. Yeah, she left Today Show abruptly. You remember that? I remember. When Katie Couric bounced. That's why. <laughs> so he was just grabbing her ass. Mm. And then they said that he had a button under the desk where, like, he would push the button and it would make the door close. Mm. So if you were in the office, where so, like, he had this button where he could just hit this close button. the door instantly. Like, Mr. Burns. And so it's he like. Had a fucking button. At least if Mr. Burns' button releases the hounds. You know, but doesn't that seem like some Austin yeah. Powers, Dr. Evil shit? Doesn't it feel like to you? You saw where I went. I went Mr. Burns. <laughs> I went Austin yeah, Powers. The hounds, but That's what it felt like to me, Austin Powers, like Dr. Evil. Why do you have a button that like pushes <laughs> under your desk when you can close the door and you can basically lock someone in the room with you? Reminds me of um, Beverly Hills Cop with Victor Maitland. We had the button to hide and his goons on Axel <laughs> Foley. He had a button to get the goons to come get and throw him to come out. The yeah. <laughs> it was a goon button. He pushed it and they come and throw him out the window like 10 seconds later <laughs> after Victor Maitland hits the button. <laughs> that's what it sounds like to me. But that's so. But the fact that they're saying that basically they're like his other coworkers, like you knew that he was a creep. Mm. And they're like, you guys knew, like, all the this people that I want to talk to Tamron They're all. like, you guys knew that he was a creep, but... Let's get Lester Holt on this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, want to talk to him. Like, but <laughs> as a... But I am so glad that this Harvey Weinstein thing came out because it's like, enough is enough with this. It's like, mm-hmm. we have to address this. Like Time it, to clean the whole industry it's out. No more, that Pandora's box. Then it's no you more got, boys um, being boys. You're not a boy being a boy. You got, You're not. CK. You got fucking Rush and shit. Like these stories are coming yeah. out. Yeah, this fucking we guy. We gonna talk about Rush Lauer, too. Yeah. We gonna more talk Rush news. Yeah, yeah. we gonna finish Absolutely. on Matt Lauer's uh, creepy his ass. Fucking ass yeah. His creepy ass. <laughs> but how do you? And then other women were saying that he did other things, and uh, it's like mm. what. But then they're like, uh, how many million dollars is he going to get for him uh, for them firing him? He's going to get some sort of separate. He's going to get, yeah, gonna get some. Yeah, when, um, when like when uh, contract, O'Reilly yeah. got bought out. Like, like, like then he get Fox like 20 News, million yeah. or something. Another one who got fired for being creepy as well. Yeah. Too. <laughs> to a black woman. Man, well, I want some dirt on Hannity. We got to hit his 2018. We got to get, we gotta get him out. Air and shit. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So I hope he grabs somebody's ass or something. <laughs> <laughs> Like maybe I could find me. I could find somebody to go intern at Fox News, set him up and shit. <laughs> <laughs> so interns hit me up on my social media. Because <laughs> we had to clean. I mean, we do have to clean the the creeps out. I know you've been seeing the meme that's been going around now, like which like what? black folks got to send their bullshit out a lot. Be dumb. It's like where all the jokes about the allegations against white men is a picture of Bill Cosby is circulating on social media. Oh yeah. It's like, um, but people are talking shit about Harvey Weinstein, Louis C.K. Mm-hmm. It's like you're just not paying attention. Not paying attention. Stop trying to defend Cosby. Fuck him. It's right. like, yeah. it's like mm-hmm. all of them are creeps and shit. Right. Not just the fucking Harvey Weinstein's of mm-hmm. the world. Cosby the whole, is too. The whole they industry all needs go. to be. They all like we said, go. needs to be revamped. We need to get mm-hmm. all these people out. We need to stop treating women like they're. 
objects and property and things like that. And stop giving people passes because of they're your being, fans and shit yeah. of them. Yeah. And you, oh, they're just being mean. It's, it's just yeah. guy talk. Mm-hmm. It's, that's the way. It's just guy talk. Yeah, when you got presidents grabbing pussies, yeah, or, that's, or allegedly like saying like it's cool. Like when you're a celebrity, like they let you grab their pussies. And he know he did that. He I'm tried pretty to say, sure he did. It's he like, know he said, he said that. it was locker room. He said it definitely, but uh, but then he, he tried. Said he didn't actually grab it though. But then he, he said, said that it was like the tape, the Access Hollywood tape was fake. That's what he said. Get the fuck out of here. That's, he that said that it was, was fake. Real. He said it was fake. It's fake news. Yeah, everything that you don't like That's is fake news. Pussies. Sit down. <laughs> You definitely grabbing pussies, dude. You or are allegedly, like at least talking about it. Mm-hmm. Probably grabbed some too, but it's a reason why he did that miss that pageant and shit all in here. They said he would bust it on the girls, right? Pretty sure he grabbed like a half, lot of asses. In they that said pageant. that when the girls would be half naked, I can't even imagine. This man is like old as dirt. Donald Trump just pops in and says, "How you doing? Everything okay?" Can you get the hell away from me? Right, in my brown panties. Can you get the hell away from me, dude? Trump just pops in and shit. I mean, that would creep the hell out of me. It would, as a woman, being in. I mean, if you're trying to dress and be in a private moment, I don't want a creepy guy who's older than my father in there looking at me. Just walking in. That's disgusting. It is orange fucking face. (laughs) And I don't know what the hair is. Like, what is that? Fucking guy. (laughs) Oh my gosh. We going in. Yeah, we burying my <laughs> But um, like I said, we want to stay with the sexual assault thing. Let's stay there, yes. Um, Mr. Russell Simmons, like it's just mm. this is just so disheartening for me because like I'm a huge, you know, fan of Mr. Simmons. Yes, yeah, so um he's one of the people that I've had like people I admire. Yeah. Like, I'm glad I don't follow his every move, but yeah, um, yeah I, I have his book. Yeah. But as a man, I like I admire what yeah. he did. Like I mean, I saw Crush Groove. Yeah, you know, like I mean, you saw how he started that him and Rick Rubin and um in the Rick's dorm room started Def Jam. Oh, shout out to Crush Groove for having fine Blair Underwood. I'm Russell. <laughs> <laughs> fine Blair Underwood. <laughs> and shout out to the lovely Sheila E from that movie. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But Blair, I know that Blair don't look nothing like you, but I get it. You want to have someone fine play you. I get it. I totally get it. Pretty sure Rush had, yeah. He, <laughs> Russell Simmons is in the movie. It's funny. He had a small part. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. The club owner. The he club had, like, owner, a small, yeah. Small part. So he could have been in it because he's in it for a hot second, but he wanted, like, somebody else to play him for I that. I like this handsome guy to play Everybody me. else played him. So, like, Run played himself, DMC, and, like, Rick, cool Rick, Rick Rubin, yeah. LA. <laughs> but he had to get an actor to play him, though. <laughs> Blair Underwood of all actors too, <laughs> who yeah. at that time Blair Underwood like he's like was he's like the Idris Elba of that day and yeah, pretty the much Kofi of that day yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, <laughs> that era and that shit. era right. <laughs> See, so I'm gonna give this motherfucker to, to play, play me. <laughs> pretty sure Rush like had some say in that casting and shit. <laughs> I'm not mad about that though, but um yeah though so. Like I said, we had so much respect, and then, like, you know, Deaf Comedy Jam, we like that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, me, like, I used to write poetry, and then when he did Deaf Poetry, I was like, oh, yeah, get my... Yeah. my so a lot of people don't yeah. remember that Kanye did. He had an appearance on Deaf Poetry during that time. He sure did. And he did, um... It was basically Gold Digger, but the spoken word version of it. Nice. With, um, with the 18 years. 18, 18 years. years. Yeah. Nice. So I'm gonna try to YouTube that. Yeah, look that up. Yeah, yeah Kanye Deaf Poetry. Yeah, it's like before like um before even College Dropout came out, Kanye was yeah. still pretty unknown. At yeah, that time. he was just a Chicago nigga trying to get trying on. Trying to get on. Did. And he did the 18 years um speech. <laughs> nice. But I mean, we had so much respect and everything, and then like you know we liked the maybe like, like him and Kamora, they didn't work out as a couple, mm-hmm. but I mean, but it seemed like they were great co-parents like mm-hmm. you know they show like a good blueprint of like how you can be with like an ex and your children like, you can still be and as we know, talked about last week everything. Oh, it was a little creepy how that went down with him and Kamala. yeah it was a little because she was underage when they started dating yeah she was he's like we can't confirm if they had sex before then but it's a pretty good chance they did yeah, <laughs> like, when he met her she was very young when she, he was, about 14 she was about 14 when, they dating. when he met her she was about 14 I'm pretty 15, sure he didn't yeah. wait till her 18th birthday to smash so yeah he, yeah. Was, he was hitting that shit she was underage. Yeah, he was in his 30s, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so. But the fact that this other woman came out mm-hmm. and she said that he raped her. Wow. Jenny Lumet said that uh, he uh, raped her 
And like I said, this comes from after uh, the Carrie Clausen Kaliji, is that how you say it? Yeah, it comes from after her saying that he coerced her into performing oral sex on him. Yeah. And she said at the time she was only 17. Yeah. And this both we happened. We talked about that last week. Right. And this happened in night. Both of them happened in 1991. Jenny Lumet is saying that um that he did rape her, but then uh, he was saying that he had different recollection of that night mm. or whatever. And she was saying she was 24 at the time, and she said that basically like uh like they shared a cab or something together, and then he uh well he offered her a ride home actually yeah he offered her a ride home from the restaurant. And then when she got in the car, the door is locked. And then uh, he wow. told the driver to go to his apartment instead of her address. And she said that she never was like, I wanted to go home with you or whatever. But then uh, she was like, he didn't punch her. You know, like how they make rape look on SVU. It's like not all rapists like mm-hmm. a guy in an alley, in a guy in an alley with a knife and he puts it to your throat. Everybody like it's not. No, it's not like that. And then she said that. uh he did move her to the bedroom, and then she said that, yeah, like he, you know, if somebody forces you to have sex and you don't want to have sex, even if it is in a nonviolent way, you just got raped. Pretty much. Yeah. You got raped, like like, like we said, now nah, rapists are like guys uh, in the like window, hiding in the bushes, yeah, and like snatching the girls off the street, peering at you or whatever. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I could share a personal story. I mean, and like you, this is the first time you're hearing this story, so. It was a guy that, like, I was dating maybe about 10 years ago. Okay. And um, I was dating him, and he was like, you know, whatever. Like, we were kind of in a place where it's like you're at the fork of the road, and it's like, do you go left or do you go right? Like, we just can't keep continuing down this path. So it's like, I was like, I was just ready to just be done with it because it's like, I'm not just going to keep on going down this same path. I'm not going to keep on going down. This is some bull crap. But then, like, he basically invited himself to my house late at night, I mean, and he was just kind of there, so then I let him come up or wherever. But, like, before, you know, we had been intimate when he had came upstairs, you know, late at night. But then it's like, I was basically trying to tell him, like, you know, look, this is some bull or whatever, like, I'm done or whatever. And then he came in the house, and then allegedly he was drunk, air quote, because mm. he was intoxicated, because I could smell the liquor, and he was heavily intoxicated, and then, like, he picked me up and, like, he kept on, like, throwing me on my bed. He was, like, trying to get on top of me. He kept on trying to kiss me. And, like, I'm trying to push him so off of me. I've never heard Yeah. Like I said, and I'm trying to push him off of me. And at that point, I actually did get scared because it's, like, at the time, I was, like, 120 pounds. And this guy was at least 100 pounds heavier than me. Mm. And he was, like, in shape. Like, he was, like, built like a, a running back. Mm. Like, he was, like, in shape. So it's, like... And then when he like pinning and he's like kissing me on my neck and like I'm turning my like, I'm turning away from him because like clearly I'm giving the body language like I don't want to do this. I think do I know this motherfucker? You I'm you do, him. but I mean like yeah. I mean we'll talk about his name off oh, Absolutely, yeah. You know what? I'm you, just trying to remember. You know, that. like I said, this was ten. It's about ten years That's ago. So I'm trying to do the timeline. You're doing the timeline. Yeah. So um, so then like he's just like trying to like kiss it, and then I'm just like like I really did not want to, but there it's like in my mind that's what's because I mean. I knew I couldn't overpower him, so I really thought that something was going to escalate at that point. And then, like, when he, like, looked at me and he looked in my eyes and he saw, like, the fear yeah. in my eyes, then he got up and he was like, oh, my God. He was like, I'm so sorry. And then he just kept on, like, reassuring me, being like, no, I would never do that. And then, you know, he was trying to overly compensate because I guess he thought that I was going to call somebody or, you know, because, I mean, he knew I had brothers, so maybe he thought that maybe I was going to call my brother to kick his ass. Maybe I wasn't going to go to the police, but then he just got super shook about when he saw that fear in my eyes so that's the thing when people be like oh i was drunk the drunk thing is bullshit because as soon as he saw that fear in my eyes he was um then he, aware of his actions. then he like got the hell out of there mm-hmm. and then after that we pretty much like it pretty much was like we just went very much separate ways and then you know about a year later i started uh dating marcus about a year later okay and then yeah so that's how that happened so i've been with marcus ever since like you know creepy after guy that right after the creepy guy yeah so it's like but that incident that like really shook me because it's like you know had let's say it did escalate thank god it didn't escalate to that but if it did and if i did go to somebody would people have believed me i would have <laughs> You know what I'm saying, people, because like, well, you got, you had him over at your house. I didn't have him. He came over at his own, 
you know, like I said, he came over like, yeah, okay. okay. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, let's just get this out. The video. Cause he just kind of showed up at my house. Like, like, yeah, I'm five minutes away. He just kind of showed up mm. like kind of like almost like unannounced. Like I didn't plan to like have him come by, but since he was coming, I'm like, okay, I'm like, I'm going to get this out in the open now and tell him that, you know, I'm done with this. But then he, I guess was trying to woo me back or whatever. And it's like, no, I didn't want to, Go there. Yeah, I didn't want to go there with him. Yeah. (laughs) But it's like, I mean, so this is something like I said, you're hearing this for the first time. This was like 10 years ago. I'm like, yeah, I just figured out who the guy was. I believe I'm not saying the name, but I believe I think I'm. Yeah, you know who it is. But I mean, this was like 10 years ago. So, like, so get off of that when people be like, why didn't you say nothing when it happened? It's like, as women, would you even believe me if I when I said something, if it happened, if something happened? Would you even have believed me? Because it does. Like, so I have a story, which I've told you before, so, but I'm not, I haven't told it on the podcast yeah. about my ex who was raped. Mm-hmm. You remember her, my yeah. ex, so like back in the day. Yeah. Back in the day, right. Mm-hmm. And he didn't climb through the window or no shit like that. It was a guy that she knew from that the neighborhood. That she knew, yeah. exactly. And like, you know how she was real outgoing and Yeah, very effervescent personality and everything, yeah. Still, it doesn't give you a right to right to rape somebody because they're friendly with you. Mm-hmm. It? And she like had and she let him in her house. That's mm-hmm. what it was. So, like people would say that she brought it on herself, and she liked to dress sexy and everything. Yeah. She let she the had guy a great in her physique. House. She yeah, had a great, great body. body. Yeah. yeah. She was telling me like about what happened, and like sometimes you hear stories, you might be kind of um skeptical about the details of everything, mm-hmm. but. It's a good child. Might have been one of the people that said, like, well, you sure that was a rape? Like, but I didn't do that, though. Because exactly. I took her side during it. Mm-hmm. But a lot of guys might not have. Mm-hmm. They might have, like, took their, like, well, well, why you let this nigga in? And, like, right. And you know how you are. like A lot of the thoughts that happen are by people that you know and people that you think Most that you trust. <laughs> People that you think that you're like, friends SVU with. SVU is bullshit. Let's call yeah, it, it like is. Yes. It's like, but it's most not. That's cinema. Like people you know. <laughs> and then I can see you get the occasional, like, the... Like, like if it's like the Lakeshore Drive rapist, or whatever, yeah. you get like an occasional like serial rapist, but it's mm-hmm. like for the most 90% part, ninety percent of them are somebody that somebody knows that you. That the you other know. ten are like creepy guys. It's so. somebody that you know. Like I said, it could even be somebody that you've been intimate with yeah. before. You once dated, yeah. But just because you're intimate with somebody once doesn't mean that they can you just have forever. All access forever, right? To exactly. Like it doesn't work like that. So. Like I said, for somebody people that I've been intimate with that I'm married mm-hmm. now, I can't just call them up or then and be like, "Hey, get some and shit." Exactly, you can't <laughs> do that. But I mean, like you know, like I said, hopefully, like me telling my story and you telling your story about your ex. I mean, maybe people will find a little bit more mm-hmm. compassion in something and just learn to just shut up and listen when somebody is talking about yeah. something like that. Because, I mean, that was a very, I mean, I was like, I I was debating if I wanted to tell this story mm-hmm. today. And I was like, you know, what? with all this stuff coming out, I was like, I'm going to go ahead and tell, tell I'm going to tell my story, you know. Like, I didn't want to do, like, on the Me Too thing. I didn't want to do it at that time. But, I mean, you know, on this podcast, I was like, I'll use it during this platform. Yeah, this is our me. platform. Let's use it. So, I was like, I'll use it. But, I mean, let's not think that because a woman waits. Five years. Five years, 10, 10 years, 20 years. years. And it's 91, so it's 25 years. 26 years, yeah, yeah 26 years. In this mm-hmm. case, it's like, it doesn't matter. Right. And let's get back to that again. It's like, um, what's I like to call the opposites of the tiki tortures are the hotep niggas. And yeah. Shit. We're talking about them right now. It's like, mm-hmm. um, how come every time something comes out against anybody black, it's anybody all of a sudden black, racist? It's all right. They like with Cosby and Russell down. Simmons, like, yeah, it's, uh, it's racial. Harvey Weinstein, oh yeah, he did. He's a shit. fucking creep, Louis right? C.K., oh He's yeah, he's a fucking he did creep. Shit, Matt Lauer, like, yeah. ha ha ha, they got your ass. Yeah, but like, you know, I've been <laughs> following my time. Like, anytime with somebody black, like with this Russell Simmons, is now. They said he was just oh, too powerful black. and yeah. this and that. He had too, too much powerful, power, yeah. and they just had to take him down to pick. They had to take him down, but like, um, Harvey Weinstein had more power than Russell Simmons. Exactly. Why did they? Why did they try to take down the white man and shit? Yeah. Exactly. Or maybe Russell did it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. Maybe he did. Is why they taking him down. And then the fact that he removed himself from all of his uh, yes, operations. Yes, he took himself down and shit. That I mean. And he's not. I think they are doing a reboot of Deaf Comedy Jam. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but I think it is something. I think he's not going to be involved. Yeah, in he that. might. They might. Uh, he's digi- not going to be involved in it. Yeah, obviously. and then they might digitally take him out, like the other stuff. Yeah, you know, the like, Deaf 25, because like they might just edit him out. Cause they didn't know, show him that much, because they saw like a couple of comedians shouting mm-hmm. him out. 
Said shout out to man right there that made this possible. And then you know, because he always thank you for coming out. God bless the guy. So they just might digitally cut all of that out. out. So they took Kevin Spacey out of a whole movie. Yes. They keep recast this whole thing. Yeah, they took him out of a whole movie. Yeah, they took him out. But it's like um, the fact that Russell, like, I because somebody that I saw on their timeline got said, this was another reason why I wanted to tell my story because. I felt very offended when I read, because like this person, like I said, me and him are friends, whatever. And then when I read him talking about it's fishy, like these women he coming out. Yeah, he is. You know what I I'm know talking, who about. talking yeah. about. Yeah, and he's like uh, that these women coming out, and like that really hurt me as a woman because it's like you know I'm like, what if the guy that I dated during that time, what if the guy I did rape, what if it did escalate to that? And you just told the story. I just now told the story and now. It was bullshit. And then somebody says bullshit. It's like I because it's ten years. Because it's ten years later. It's like that's not cool. Like I mean, it's just not. You know, don't let's not make women feel like you know. Let's not victimize the victims. Let's not do that. Let's stop that right now. But I mean, the fact that he removed himself from all his daily operations it proves that his it's business. Some, um, I mean, it's some kind of guilty conscience going on that he removed himself. He wasn't fired. He took himself. He took off himself of out. I mean, I, if I know that I'm not guilty of something, I'm not going to remove Exactly. I, it's like my uh, my truth, I'm going to be exonerated. Yeah. My truth is going to come out. I would rather risk, I'm be I'd rather risk going to jail than to like admit guilt to something I didn't do. Right. I'm, not gonna, I'm never going to admit to Which something I didn't do. Which is why going back to the again, once again, another 25 years, the original Michael Jackson case, like mm-hmm. the, the first kid that um, sued him when he paid that kid off out of court. Mm-hmm. I don't, that always never sat right with me, mm-hmm. which makes me think that Michael probably did something, something back then. Like I said, we'll never know. We'll never know the whole story, but, especially now that he's dead. It's but like, something, something may happen. People say, oh, well, like that's just how rich folks are. They just pay people off to make it go away, but it didn't go away. So like, why didn't right. he really pay that kid off? Mm-hmm. And that's just how I look at stuff. Like me, I'd rather like risk going to jail for 20 years and then, than to pay somebody off for something I didn't do. And then a story, uh, like I said, it's not... Um, it's not about sexual assault, but it's about assault. Um, you saw about David Otunga. Yeah. About what he got because mm. David knew that, that it was, was bullshit. bullshit. David didn't. I've never been. Shit. I've never been abusive to her. I love my son. He said I've never like been said, abusive we to, don't know to her David or my and Jennifer son. personally like yeah. that. But um, from what I see, like I said, I've followed him both on Instagram. David. He seems, seems like so a loving. He seems like a loving, um, a loving father. And I mean, it's felt, like best friends. He's like so into And it son. felt like um, he really wanted to marry Jennifer. Yeah. It felt like he really wanted to complete his family. Like, yeah, okay, I know that, you know, people try to be like, you know, it's just a piece of paper. It's just a ring. But it's so it much more like that comes. like she was holding it up the, the marriage right. more it's than Right. It's so much more that comes with that. People, when people say that marriage is just a piece of paper, money is a piece of paper. And you mm-hmm. see how people act over money. That's yeah. all I'm saying. People get killed for money. Marriage is not just a piece of paper. Day. That's bullshit. Don't don't believe the hype on that. Marriage mm-hmm. is not just a piece of paper. And like stuff of what not. you make it is, what you value it as, it is. what you make it is. Because mm-hmm. technically, like none of this shit is worth anything. If mm-hmm. you're stranded on a desert island and you got like um a million dollars in cash, it's not gonna help it's you. It's not gonna help you. You're gonna die. Like what I'm saying. Right. Like resources are what matter in that case. You mm-hmm. need like food and like water. water. That's what's important. You need shelter. Yeah, shelter. <laughs> not pieces of paper. Like it doesn't mm-hmm. matter how much cash because it's worthless on that stranded island. Mm-hmm. You can't buy shit because there's nothing to buy. And then even it's like your your um, sanity because I mean you're by yourself. Yeah. You have no one to talk to. You have no you yes. know. No human contact. So like, yeah, paper is like what we. I mean, we saw Castaway. Yeah, Castaway. Like, if he had like ten million dollars in he cash, was on it didn't help them. It was supposed to be like four years that yeah. lapsed or whatever that he was on that island. Castaway. Four years, like he wouldn't. Yeah, it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. He had Wilson. That's all he had was Wilson. Mm-hmm. Or in the other yeah. movie, Alive, we saw that. Like when they had. Like, oh they yeah. Oh my gosh. They, the, they had to resort to eat each other. There's no food. And I forgot how long it was. Like six months. Whatever they were stranded on top of that mountain and mm. shit. Like and. That they, movie. Did, they had to start eating motherfuckers. Yeah, I can't watch that. Well, that movie yeah. like hurts my heart. Like I tried to, I was like, oh, because I had it's to a turn true it off. story. That's why. The fact that it's a true story. Yeah, yeah and it should yeah. actually happen. <sighs> that nobody came to rescue him and said, said we can either starve or we can eat the people that already died. So they made oh, the decision. Gosh. You don't eat these motherfuckers. That's yeah. yeah. That's so. Ugh. That shit is wild. I know. Oh, yeah. <sighs> But um yeah, but like I said, like but David he always knew that he was his truth was gonna come out and then the fact that Jennifer you suddenly withdraw uh, uh restraint the protect the order protect, protection protect, yeah. order protection she just dropped it suddenly. So it's Which like, shows that, like saying like 
You can fool some of the people, but as we know, like David Otunga is a Harvard He's graduate. A Harvard, a Harvard attorney. Harvard attorney, yeah. Harvard graduate. The brother's heavy. He graduated from Harvard Law, so you can't pull that on him. So the he brother said, okay, is heavy. He's okay, heavy. Yeah, yeah. Put your little order on me, like he sat there and said. Because, okay. okay, my thing is, if somebody actually is, if I feel like my child's life is actually in danger in my life, I'm not going to lift an order of protection. That's just mm-hmm. me. I don't care what the I don't care how much money somebody has. I'm like, no, I want to protect myself and my child. David probably hit her with some of that fucking um that like, legal jargon, and she said, "You know what? <laughs> Let's drop it." He hit her with that William yeah. Pitts. Yeah, <laughs> the William Pitts. With that Jeffrey Levin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with that. Jennifer got shook. He hit her with some of the yeah. big words that she can't pronounce. Yeah, you know, Chicago litigation. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so we know the CPS. So he hit her with some of them Harvard words. And She's like, okay, yeah, okay. let's just drop this. <laughs> they said basically from like uh, one website, I forgot which one it was. They said basically what it boiled down to is that once it was presented that he could basically prove that she lied on the stand. Because, <laughs> I mean, if you lie on the stand, if you lie on the stand, you know, you, you perjure yourself. You perjure. So and then you can be David held in, Fra- you can be held in contempt if you David perjure yourself. probably get full custody. Yeah, then. and you can be held in contempt. So he probably had, like, proof that, okay, if you want to go through this, like, I'm probably 90% I'm going to get full custody if we, if we proceed. You still want to proceed with this? <laughs> she just dropped it. Yeah. Clay said she didn't want that bill on the sand and she was cheating with that dude. <laughs> yeah. And I think that really happened. Like, he did have, like, David Jr. probably recorded him with his iPad. With his iPad that's the story was that's like... allegedly out there. He told, like, yeah, say, hey, 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 um, hey Junior, record mom in the studio. Yeah, record mommy with this guy. Record, record it. Yeah, when she's in the studio, like, just record them and just don't and tell her. And you know her. how women, like yeah. I said, this is the cliche black thing that women do. Mm-hmm. This is your uncle. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody is your, this is your uncle, so and so. How come yeah. I never say you before at the reunions. So I'm glad we didn't People grow up People got like a new that, uncle yeah. every five we minutes. We never had any weird uncles with our mom. All the uncles that we knew, we still know are like right. actual uncles. It's actual real uncles. never had no fucked up ass no. uncles that were around for like 20 minutes. No, we had real uncles. Either her brother or our dad's brother. Real yeah. uncles. Not not fake mm-hmm. uncles. Or the spouses of like the um, sisters. In the the spouse, yeah, like exactly. Real uncles. Real uncles not, not that bullshit. Not the, oh yeah, this your uncle. Some guy that's around for like six months and then you never and see you him never again. And you never see him again. <laughs> like, no, yeah, it's your mom's bae and shit. Or old man from back in that day. Like, bae was the old man. <laughs> yeah, the old day. man. It's her old man. That's who he was. And then you may walk in on the one time you see her kiss him on the mouth. You're like, wait a minute. So I'm mommy kiss? kissing Uncle Claus. <laughs> kissing, kissing. <laughs> Uncle Claus. Like, why are you kissing him on the mouth? I'm going to tell my daddy. <laughs> it is a Christmas season. <laughs> You're going to hear a lot of that song pretty soon. Oh, <laughs> You're gosh. probably already hearing a lot of it. <laughs> oh, gosh. And then the last thing that we could close out with on a... Oh, I got something, too, but go ahead with yours, kid. Uh, Well, do you want to talk about the Pocahontas remark real quick that uh, Donald Trump said about let's Elizabeth Warren? Yeah, let's talk about it. He called her Pocahontas during um when they were doing um honoring the Native American Heritage Month, and they mm-hmm. were on a day that they were supposed to be honoring Native Americans, and he and you guys were here long before any of us. Oh yeah, he called the girl Pocahontas. I saw that shit on Twitter. First, stay the fuck off Twitter, Trump. Well, he called it. He, he said to he said to them there at the thing. I thought he said it on. Twitter. No, he said so there he at the at the actual thing. Okay. He said he said we have some we have a rep we have a uh, see, person. I didn't see the video. I saw the print. We have somebody going Trump. around. And she calls her, and she's Pocahontas. And he did call her Pocahontas. And this is supposed to be an event honoring Native Americans. But yet and still, you can't leave your little shady mudslinging. That's the equivalent of calling a black guy homeboy and shit. It's homeboy. Like it's like your magic. posse, your crew. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're like, you're saying that. Like calling a, a Native American Pocahontas is the equivalent of that shit. Yeah. Or like if you have a black person. Your girlfriend, girl your girlfriend, like, like you snap your fingers like and roll you your neck. Sister girl, like that. Yeah, your girlfriend rolling your neck. Yeah, and doing that. A, a Native American woman Pocahontas is like calling you sister girl. Exactly. Like that. But the fact that he said that at that event, and you use that moment at that event where they're supposed to be honoring Native Americans, mm-hmm. and you say it at that event, mm-hmm. very tacky. So, I mean, you tiki tortures. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, very tacky to do that at that moment. You know, why? Why did you even go there? Mm. Like you said, stay off of Twitter. Just Stay the fuck off of Twitter. I mean, we need to monitor. I mean, the fact that he doesn't even drink, so you can't even blame him on the alcohol. Mm. Because Donald Trump has, like, one of the records said he doesn't drink. Yeah. I believe he doesn't. Yeah. Which is, is, I mean, I don't drink either, but, I mean, that's a good thing or whatever. But it's like, 
So you're sober. You so you're sober, making these are sober tweets. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't like oh, I, I like Tyrese blamed y'all for one. Like, yeah, I was on prescription drugs. They had me wilding. You can't even say that you were wilding off of anything because you don't do nothing. Just saying. And finally, on a serious note, pray for Libya, everybody. Yes, please do. The Libyan slave trade. Oh my God. 2017. This fucking human trafficking going on in parts of the world. Why? Why is it still human trafficking mm. in 2017? Mm. Why? Mm. And what a lot of people don't talk about is um, this is a lot of the liberals' mm. fault. This one. It is. Um, Clinton and Obama, Hillary and, Ob- and Barack is mm-hmm. like they um kind of set the table they for this the bullshit. Ball. They dropped the ball. Definitely. Because um, there's a reason why we have dictators in certain parts of the world. Like people try to put our American standards on other parts other, of the world. Yeah. It's like it don't work that way. It's mm-hmm. like the reason why, like, like just like everybody blames the mess in Iraq on Bush, mm-hmm. which he should because he's the one who went in there and got Saddam Hussein and removed him. But guess what? You didn't replace him. Like Saddam was a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. But like the better the devil, you know, like they say. Like, right. So you removed him and like now you have ISIS. Right. Like ISIS didn't exist till like Bush went and took mm-hmm. Saddam out of power. You got these extremists. So now these groups, they come and take yeah, over. Yeah, these extremists. Yeah. If you think he's going to take Saddam out and then put like a, a, a Democrat or a democracy in there. It don't work like that. It don't that. work like that. Like these fucks just came and took over the territory. Over. And so now like you have ISIS and shit. They took over Iraq. But like that's what happened in Libya mm. is um that the Obama administration, which was spearheaded by Clinton, because let's go back to the beginning first okay. of all. Mm-hmm. Back in two thousand three, this is like right after the whole um Iraq shit, which I just talked about. Um, mm-hmm. President George W. Bush, he had put an agreement in place with Libyans, um the um, dictator there, Muammar Gaddafi. Okay, he was like the um the Saddam Hussein of Libya. They had an agreement about um. That he would give up his weapons of mass destruction and they wouldn't like remove him if he handed over his weapons. Mm-hmm. But when Obama got in office, he like reneged on that shit and they went and took him out of power in 2011. They removed um, Gaddafi. Yeah. And after that is when all of this bullshit started happening. Mm-hmm. And like Hillary like was like one of the ones that spearheaded that she was Secretary of State during right. that time. So this is like Obama and Hillary set the table. They had good intentions for wanting right, to get they him did, out of but- there. But like, there's a reason. Like I said, why you have dictators in these? But as a man, Obama did admit that this is his he biggest. He went on record and said, said that's that my biggest my regret, regret as president, president. Removing, removing Gaddafi. And that is a thing that you can't. I mean, like, yeah, he screwed up and he admits it. Mm-hmm. I say, like, if you do do something, take the blame take for blame. it. Like, like if it had just been Trump. He oh was hell mad. no. <laughs> He's like, oh, I, I didn't do it. Say, yeah, I didn't like, read I it. I don't feel I did the right thing. Well, he like, said, I, I didn't know what's going on. Yeah. I did. I just had like the papers that I had to me. I just signed. Like mm-hmm. he just said, he just signed stuff. So you just exactly, signed yeah. stuff without even reading. And we can go there about the GOP. But it's funny, like too. getting back. I just want to put yeah, a go ahead. On this, like, put on, on it. Yeah. Was, like that Obama. Like look at the difference between like the um Obama and with the uh, the Bush administration. Obama's biggest regret during um his presidency, he mm-hmm. said. Was um was removing Gaddafi from power yeah. in Libya. Bush's biggest regret is when Kanye called him out. <laughs> so Obama is like removing He says like when Kanye said George Bush doesn't care about black people. It's the darkest part of his presidency. Fucking Kanye was like his so biggest. Kanye West. <laughs> he said that. Kanye, I remember he said Kanye West is your biggest regret. His biggest regret was fucking Kanye. <laughs> Hilarious. Houseway. Right. Houseway. Houseway. <laughs> you ain't got the answers. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that Kanye. Right. Yeah. But um, the GOP tax bill, the last oh, yeah, they last passed thing, their new they tax passed bill, it. Finally. They said they passed it in the middle of the night. And then, have you seen? See, I wonder why to see what's Have you seen the bill? Shit. It was like shit written in the margin. It's like it looked like your it's school. Trash. It like your school paper where like you're writing your first draft. And then you write notes in the margin to like be like, okay, I don't like this, and to fix the trash and shit. How do you pass a bill that you didn't even read? Mm-hmm. Th- and, that's and, my. And, that's and, I got questions. I got Trump questions. Trump signs off on the shit without reading it. As if well. he signs off on it, yeah, because he doesn't sign off on it. If he's he gonna si- sign off. If he on signs it. up on this, so <laughs> it's like basically people they have a little calculator that you can put in, so you can kind of see how it's gonna affect you. It's gonna be um, it's like Reaganomics all over again. Pretty much. It's a trickle down. What they call it um, <sighs> supply side economics. I think is what they call that shit. Is like basically where like the um. The top um, guys get the tax cuts. Because mm-hmm, they're they cutting the corporations down, yeah. from 35% to 
to uh twenty percent. It's think. like it's like um yeah I think that's what it is yeah, yeah. trickle down um economics what they call it. Here's it's the like, thing because they say like here's like what what their logic. This is, is their logic, actually. and I'm gonna tell you the reality. It's like okay, we give tax breaks to the rich because they're the job creators. They own the corporations. They own all of the businesses. So like yeah, so now they have money's more to like invest back into their company. They give their employees more, so now they have more to go out and spend. Or we can create more jobs. We, we create more jobs. We can give our employees raises so they can go out and like buy stuff and help <clears> the <throat> economy. Most times, it's not what happens. Let me let and, me tell you the nugget of wisdom that actually does happen with this. Um, you do this, okay? You're a billionaire. You own your own business. Yeah. You have a multi whatever company. And you get this huge tax. And you get this break. huge they tax break. They cut about like what fifteen percent, except from like thirty five to twenty. So a huge yeah, tax a break, huge tax break, now. which is a lot. What are you going to do with that money? Are you going to be like, hey, gosh darn it, I'm going to invest it back into my company yeah, because I want to create more jobs. Well, I'm going to give my I'm guys going to give it because like so. you guys work so darn hard. You guys you have been with like, me. We're going to give you a ten thousand dollar a year raise right. each. Are you really going to do? Are that? you going to really do that, or are you going to put that money in an offshore account? Let's keep it real. That money going to an offshore account. That shit is the um fucking um. Are you going to get that money back to your company? That money is going to an offshore account. Yeah. Keep it real. <laughs> Just keep it real. This is what they should do. And like maybe I should go into politics. I don't know, but I mean I don't want people with a microscope up my ass. That's just why I don't want to go in it. But this is what I would do if I would propose something on it. Okay, you can do the little task break or whatever. And you know, want to encourage them to like create these jobs, give these employees raises. Cause I know about that. I haven't had a raise in my job in three years. So I know what that's like. I know what that life is like. I'm waiting on a raise. Exactly. So this is what I would do as um Congress. Yeah, Illinois just got a fucking budget. We just got a budget. So yeah, so that's so. a whole nother podcast. There. But this is what I would do um if I was in Congress. I would um say that, okay, you get this uh tax break. However, if in this fiscal year you do not create jobs or give your employees um of uh the uh, raises, you gonna get hit with a huge penalty. ass penalty. Yeah. Like how they like you hit with a penalty if you don't have insurance. Yeah. How they have it? You gonna get hit with a big ass penalty. Well, like in the um, and that's what I would like do with the them. NBA, they call it the, the luxury tax. Exactly. Okay, if um if you spend this much over the um the salary cap, you mm-hmm. get hit. We gotta pay this much in luxury tax. Right, you gotta pay it. With a penalty. And that's what I would do. And that would be like okay, so now you have to you have to create these jobs that you said that you were gonna do. Mm-hmm. You have to give these raises that you had that you said that you was gonna do. Mm-hmm. And that would be my thing. That's what I would do to them. Like, okay, yeah, I'll give you the break now. But by the time when you file these taxes and I'll see it, oh, fiscal year 2018, you didn't create oh, you this. You didn't create this. You didn't do jobs. this. Boom. Big ass penalty. Mm-hmm. And then that would teach you some, uh, <laughs> yeah. you want to do it then, I bet. But... Or you could just do like W and hand out checks like you did. <laughs> you gave out the yeah. stimulus checks. I need mine. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, <laughs> I'm missing stimulus checks. Like check. W and no checks. And I got a kid and a kid yeah. on the way now. So it's like I got. You need a nice stimulus. Yeah. Like 2500 or whatever. Yeah, that's 600 I got when I was single. I got kids. You probably get that. I got kids. Yeah. I got kids. Anyway, let's wrap this damn podcast up. I appreciate each and every one of you supporting Not Another Damn Podcast. We both truly, truly appreciate you. And um, you can subscribe, share, rate, review, review. Look for us on iTunes or however you listen to your podcast. Yes, the four do. things once again: subscribe, share, share rate, rate, review. review. Four little things. things. That's all you gotta do. And also like our fan page. Not another damn podcast on, on Facebook. Facebook. Yes. You can also get at me at Ozman the Wizard on Instagram and Twitter, and Oz Radio on Snapchat and Facebook. Oz Radio is also my mix cloud, which I'm gonna attempt. So I'm going to do a mix on there. So check that out. Yes, and then you can check out my social media, MSIMAH626, uh-huh. on Twitter and Instagram. Like I say, I'm still tracking my baby progress. I now have a carrot, 21 weeks, so over mm-hmm. halfway there. Carrot and what's up, Doc? You know, I was saying that to Ari, and she laughed a little bit. And then you can also check out the Straight Gully, S-T-R-A-G-U-L-E-Y, one on Twitter, and S-T-R-A-G-U-L-E-Y, seven on Instagram. And check out the Straight Gully uh, fan page on Facebook as well. 
So how many weeks did you say you were again? 21. 21. I thought you were going to say 24. I was going to make a little say you got a little 24 carry. <laughs> nah, I got a couple more weeks. 21 weeks. Maybe it'll still be a carry in a few weeks. <laughs> nah, it's going to keep on getting yeah, bigger. I'm lose that. I'll try to make my joke with it. It's a little 24 carry magic, but nah, that's mine. <laughs> anyway, I'm Ozman the Wizard. And Naima. And we will talk to you later. later. Bye. Bye. Bye.